Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Baddie podcast, where I like to talk about real estate, entrepreneurship, and current events that affect our industry. My name is Tabitha Richardson, and I am your host. Today, I'm going to be talking about the five ways that new agents can attract new clients. I know it's super tough out there for newer agents, so this video is for you. So let's jump right into it. On my social media, Instagram and Facebook platforms, I posted this week five tips. And today we're going to talk about those five tips. So let's start with the first one. So the first thing you want to do is have brand consistency across all platforms. You want to make sure that you are sending the same message everywhere. So if someone decides to Google you, because we know that's how all searches start these days, if they decided they wanted to Google you, you want some information to come up about you under your name and you want every website that someone, a prospect clicks on to have the same consistent message. So to do that, first what we're going to do is we're going to draft a really great bio. Your bio should include information about you, your background, your experience. And if you don't have much real estate experience, but you do have some sales experience, you want to just include some of that sales experience because although it's not in the same industry, it is the same umbrella of sales because ultimately real estate is sales, sales and customer service. So first we're going to start out with a really great bio. And if you don't really like writing, because I know a lot of people don't really like to write, you can maybe get someone else to write it for you. You can hire a copywriter on fiverr.com to maybe write a really nice uh, copy for your bio. Then once you do that, you want to have some professional pictures taken because you're pretty much a professional, right? So you should have some professional pictures taken of you so that you can have the same picture or at least the same theme of picture across the different platforms. So when someone clicks on your page, you want them to recognize who you are. You don't want to have pictures from 10 years ago that really doesn't look like you. And although you might like the picture, it's not really who you are today and it's not what you look like today. You wouldn't want someone to show up at a property and not know who you are because you look so different from your pictures. Then next, you want to make sure that you utilize the space, the little real estate space for bio um, under Facebook and Instagram. It only allows just a few characters, but you want to utilize the, that space to the best of your ability, making sure that you stipulate who you are, what you do and how you're going to help people. So Instagram and Facebook, they only allow a small space for you to do that. So make that space count. The other um, platforms like LinkedIn, they do allow a lot more space for you to add information. And then on the real estate websites like um, uh, Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com and other sites like that, because there's hundreds of real estate sites out there. But those are the major ones. And you want to make sure that you have a, a bio on each one of those because you can absolutely get new clients from those sites. 
I get people that call me off of those sites all of the time and agents that work for my brokerage have also come from seeing my profile on one of those websites so be sure that you do have a really nice profile picture bio on those sites and don't forget Google my business make sure you set up a profile under Google my business so that when someone Google's you your name pops up immediately on Google alrighty now next one number two authority you want to be an authority in your space and to do that you do need to show that you're an authority in the space and how we accomplish that is by just going out and teaching people showing that you know what you're talking about um, by teaching people and sharing your information, it allows them to see who you are, what you know, and then you can become an authority in the space. And I know that some people feel, hey, well, there's so many other realtors out there that they, you know, disseminate a lot of information. And that's very true, but they're not you. And they don't have your sphere of influence. So the people that's in your sphere, they're waiting for you to teach them, to show them what they need to do in order to accomplish their goal. So you want to make sure that you are positioning yourself to be the authority in that space. And to do that, you're going to have to get in front of the camera and you're going to have to create content and you're going to have to post on most of these social media sites so that you can be the authority in the space. You want to make sure that you're providing value to people. Um, you could talk about a lot of different things. You can talk about the behind the scenes so you can walk um, people through the day in the life of a realtor, the things that you do, because most people only see the front end stuff. But they don't get to see the back end information that we do, like paperwork and, you know, all of the phone calls that we have to make and just different things that we do. So you want to show them that you can talk about um, just real estate in general. Talk about the real estate process. You can talk about the pre-approval process, the requirements to be pre-approved. You could talk about credit and how to um, get your credit ready. What you know credit requirements um, someone would need in order to be able to buy a home you can talk about the differences between an appraisal and a home inspection you can talk about an as-is addendum and what that actually means so there's a lot of things that you can break down in this process and you can talk about and also don't forget about the sellers talk to the sellers about what they need to do to prepare their home to uh, be sale ready so just think about all the different areas of real estate that you can talk about and you can educate your sphere about. Alrighty, so now we're going to jump into the third one, which is exposure. So now there's a little bit of exposure in the first two parts that we talked about, but really you need to jump out there. You need to put yourself out there. And if you're afraid of video, you're going to have to get over that. You're going to need to do more video and you need to be more visible. People need to see you. You cannot be a secret agent. You just cannot be. You can't go and get your license and then be afraid to tell people that you're licensed because the ultimate goal is for you to help people. In order for you to help people, they need to know that you're there. 
So you need to work on your exposure, putting yourself out there, putting your face out there and talking to people. So when you're out and about, you need to talk to people and tell them what you do. You need to talk to your Uber driver. You need to talk to the people in the grocery line. You just need to talk to people everywhere that you go and let them know what you do. Then secondly, you wanna do live videos and webinars. So jump on live, announce that you're going to be doing lives. You can do weekly lives um, and just talk about real estate and answer questions. It's a great Q&A time to talk to people. I used to do one weekly, a weekly live session where I just do Q&A and I'll bring different topics to the forefront and people began to expect that my live was gonna be Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Unfortunately, when I started getting really busy when the pandemic hit, I wasn't able to do them anymore, but they were a good resource for me to just be out there and let people know who I am, what I do, and how I can help them. So you wanna maybe um, work some doing live sessions. And if you're not really comfortable on doing live, you can pre-record. Pre-record your videos and then upload them. You can upload them to YouTube and create a YouTube channel, or you can upload them to your social media just so you can disseminate that information in there. And then once you get comfortable being in front of the camera, then you can do more live sessions because it gives you that opportunity to interact with people live. So if um, the uh, videos uh, become too cumbersome to pre-record, just jump on live. And I believe social media, Facebook and Instagram, they both have the ability for you to just practice going live without anyone seeing you. So use that tool, use those resources. Then, um, like I mentioned, YouTube. Make sure you get your YouTube page set up so that you can upload your videos so that you can drive traffic there and people can see all of the videos with you just educating the public on real estate and why it's important. Why is it important to you and why it should be important to them? All right, now let's jump to the fourth one. So the fourth one is landing pages. And I really do love landing pages. It's a place that you could just drive traffic and you um, pretty much are doing an exchange. I am giving you free information in exchange for your contact information. And why is that so important? Well, you need to start building up your pipeline of people because most people that you meet are not gonna be ready immediately. So this allows you to just work them until they are ready. It gives you the opportunity to be front and center, um, top of mind once they think about real estate. So with your landing pages, there's several different type of landing pages that you can, you can use. Um, one of the landing pages I use most often is for um, sellers, for sellers to find out what their property is worth. So they go to my landing page and they put in their contact information and in return, they get a report stating what their property is worth. Now, it's not a human person doing this market analysis. It's system generated, so it's not always going to be really accurate, but you should have their contact information where you can reach out to them and you can follow up and see if you can have a meeting to give them a customized uh, market analysis of their home. 
But the important thing is that you got their information. So what happens when you get someone's information? This is what should happen. So their information should drop into a CRM, which is a customer relationship management system. And then from there, it should go into an email campaign where you have um, a campaign of email set up where in, once somebody hits it, it's going to automatically initiate emails going out to them on a predetermined time frame. What this does is stay top of mind to those prospective clients. And then when they're ready, they can reach out to you. So it's like you are the one that's you know constantly emailing them, staying in communication, um, but it's not, it's your system. You do have access to see what emails are going out, because maybe you might have created it or you've at least gone through to see what the emails state. So that is a really great way to get more, um, to drive traffic to your landing page, get contacts so that it can go into your sales funnel. Now, I didn't mention sales funnel, but I will talk about it really, really quickly. So a sales funnel is basically, it looks like a funnel. It's like this. So the sales funnel, um, when leads go in, it goes in at the top of the funnel, which is the widest, and then you warm them up and they come down right through the bottom of the funnel when they become clients. So your CRM and your email campaign should be warming people up through the sales funnel. It's your pipeline. So you need to make sure that you're getting as many you know, contacts in your pipeline so that it goes through your sales funnel and turn into clients. So that's a great way for you to stay top of mind in front of people, build up your sales pipeline, um, and have uh, exposure to people. And it's an automated process. Um, the, the name of the game here is to have as many automated processes as possible so that you can concentrate on income producing um, activities that bring in the clients and turn them into um, bring in the prospects, turn them into clients so that you can just work with the clients. Your automated systems are doing the, the hard work of staying in contact with them. Alrighty, so now we're going to talk about the last one. I'm gonna save the best for last. So open houses and um, home buying seminars. So these usually people are a little bit warmer, but not always so warm. But I've gotten a lot of clients through home buying seminars as well as open houses. So let's just break down both of these. First, your open house. Your open house, if you are a new agent, you may not have a listing. So what you're going to do is you're gonna be proactive and you're gonna reach out to some seasoned agents in your office and you're going to ask them whenever they have a new listing that comes on the market, you're gonna let them know that you want to do open houses and ask them if it's okay for you to do an open house. If they say yes, which many times they will because a lot of seasoned agents don't do their own open houses, but if they say yes, this is going to be a great opportunity for you to be able to market a listing as if it were your own. You are going to do a good open house and maybe I'll do another video on doing a great open house and all of the things that you should do to drive traffic to your open house. But this uh, doing an open house and I know it's COVID right now, so it's like, uh, 
it depends on what's going on at the time that you're watching this video, um, if it's a good time to do an open house or not. But it gives you that face-to-face -face time with people to be able to talk to them when they come into the open house. Um, this gives you um, that personable feel. And sometimes people come in and they do already have realtors, but a lot of times these people that come to the open houses do not have a realtor. They may have just decided that they are interested in buying a house or maybe they have a timeline of in a few months they want to buy a house and they're just doing research, looking at houses. But it's your opportunity to find out what their motivation is and see how you can help. Ultimately, you're the professional. So they're, they're looking to you to tell them how to get them from where they are right now to where they want to be, which is keys to a new home. So you, it's up to you to find out and to dig a little deeper to find out how you can help this person. Add them into your pipeline so that you can keep warming them up. Now, you should have some type of software that you can use at an open house. We, in my brokerage, we use Spacio. That is part of the product suite that we have um, with the brokerage. But we, I used to use uh, Listings to Leads. That is a great, inexpensive tool that gives you landing pages. It gives you the software that you can use. Um, at open houses to capture people's information. So you shouldn't, you know, have those printouts anymore and people writing the information and they can see all the people that have come and all of their contact information. That's really old school. You want to make sure that you're getting some technology that as soon as these people, you know, step through the door, they're filling out the information in your technology. And once the open house is done, they'll automatically get an email um, with a link to the, the property um, listing and pictures and all of that. And, you know, you're following up with them to make sure um, that they're good, if they have any questions or if they're interested in the property and submitting an offer. Um, and then just continuing to follow up with with these prospects. So open houses are a great way for you to quickly ramp up and get new leads. Now, if you're a newer agent and you don't have any clients, you should be aiming to do an open house at least once a week, at least once a week. If you're not able to do it once a week, at least two to three times a month. This is your opportunity to ramp up really, really quickly. So be proactive, reach out to the agents in your office and see if you're able to host an open house for them. Then the last one is the home buying seminars. So these are great too, because usually um, most people that are coming to home buying seminars, they are saying, I want to buy a house and I don't know the process and I need your help to walk me through what I need to do. Now, again, with COVID, a lot of people aren't doing in-person uh, home buying seminars, but you can do a virtual. You can use Zoom or whatever webinar tool that you want to use, like a webinar jam or just whomever you want to use. Um, you can or even you can use Google um, Google Meets. So whatever you want to do, however you want to do it, you can set up a Facebook page, um, private group page for your um, event. 
be creative. Doesn't matter just as long as you get the information out to people and you're able to capture their information as well. So with the home buying seminar, you're going to take people through the process. I recommend that you team up with a lender so that they can do uh, pre-approvals on the spot. They can also educate the clients on the pre-approval process and the lending process and talk about different loan programs and you know loan packages. And if they're in an area where there are um, home buying grants, they can discuss that as well. And then you talk about just the, the contracts and searching for houses and things like that. It's a really, really great way for you to um, build your pipeline and get clients that would be interested in purchasing a home. So these were my five tips on how you as a newer agent can attract clients to you. Hopefully this information was valuable to you. And just before we end this, I wanted to let you know some of the other things that are going to be up and coming with me. So I will be releasing a couple of different courses this year, but the first course that I am going to release is the 90 day accelerator course for my newer agents, because there are a ton of new agents out here and I am always on the real estate websites and I hear just the pain that people have of not really knowing what to do, not knowing how to get new leads, not knowing the process and just having a lot of questions. So my first uh, course is going to be for you, the newer realtor. So that's going to be releasing really, really soon. I am going to have a free, um, well, not a free, but uh, a pre-sale where it's going to be deeply discounted because the first one is going to be live because I want to make sure that I am giving the information that you guys need. And then after that, it will turn into a pre-recorded course. So that's the first one that's coming up. And then I'll have another one that drops that is for someone that's a little bit more experienced, but they just can't reach that seven figure mark. So just helping um, the more experienced agent um, build their systems and processes so that they can be successful and hit that six figure um, mark. Then we are also going to be launching a Monday morning, Monday morning power call where it will be a call every single Monday morning to inspire, motivate, educate, collaborate, um, just to get your week started off right. So that's something that's going to be coming very soon as well. And then the coaching and mentoring program. So stay tuned. There's going to be a lot that's coming because I want to see you be successful and have an awesome, amazing 2022. So that's it for me again. Thank you for tuning in and watching. My name is Tabitha Richardson and I look forward to see you in an upcoming episode. Hey.